0: Hi, and welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello,
1: how was your week? Oh, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm Lisa. <laughs> and she hates that part of the podcast. Yeah. How was your week? Good. You're wearing rings. You painted your nails. I can't wait.
0: <laughs> fingernails done. What? You had them done? I got them done. Holy shit, why'd you do that?
1: When you have your nails done, it really does highlight how small the tops of your fingers are compared to the bottoms of your fingers. You know how you've always said you have coney fingers? I see it now. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't think I've ever seen have coney fingers. <laughs> yes, Nope. Yeah, I have mentioned that I have wide knuckles and slim fingers but never a cone and <laughs> now that's all I can see <laughs> now my fingers look like those ring holders that you buy the little ceramic coney ring holders
1: yeah I see that
0: <laughs> well yeah now I see it too <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe it's the angle because you're like no yes. don't
0: try to come back from this <laughs> anyway here is my, they look lovely here you is get them done my life story yeah go on So, uh, around the age of, like, 20, 19, 21. The whole life story, all right. I was super into doing my nails. Yeah. Like, would watch nail art tutorials. Yeah, I think we
1: all were around that age. It was the dumb
0: thing. Yeah, loved. Essie would buy, like, the holographic ones. Do you remember the OPI, like, crackle polishes? Oh, disgusting.
1: Yeah, had them. Who thought that was a good idea to look like you have disgusting nails?
0: Glow in the dark, like, OPI, like, Essie. Loved. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway. Then, I reckon around then, it stopped at about 21, because when I started working at Mecca, you could only wear Mecca colors, and you could never have chipped nail polish. And working with alcohol a- alcohol, yeah. every you day, polish. you always had chipped nail polish. So I literally didn't wear them for ages. Mm. And then I tried shellac, but shellac really dries my fingernails out. So then I was like, nope, not doing shellac. would rather have bare fingers. I also like to have short nails, because I can't do makeup with long nails. And SNS, I don't like because they have to drill down your, yeah. file down your nail. And then if you only like it every so often, you spend longer growing out the drilled down part of your nail than having nice nails. It's true. I also notice that I like a sheerness to yes. everything in my life, my foundation, my nails. And I don't like with SNS, like the bulgy, like yeah. opaqueness that it gives your fingernails. Whenever I get SNS, I'm like thinner, thinner. Yeah. Thinner. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so I was driving into work on Monday and I was like, your nails look like shit. You know when you've got like one that's like low on the left and high on the right and then one's broken and one's short. My cuticles were out of control. It was just foul and I felt yuck. I was like, do you know what? I feel like getting my nails done. And then a girl at work was like, oh, there's actually a really good spot down the road. Like I trust them because I don't know. I don't know.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah.
0: And another thing about getting my nails done... It's not enjoyable. You go in, you can't even check your phone, you sit in silence. Yeah,
1: you're bored. You have to take headphones. They don't
0: talk to you. I felt like that was rude.
1: I know. I go with AirPods and I, like, put my hair over my ears and, like, I just have, like, a podcast or something down low enough that it's, like, if they yeah. still talk to me, I could hear them.
0: Well, 100% next time i taking a podcast because I just felt like I stared at, like, eight-minute increments around the room and it was just, <laughs> like, so uncomfortable and not enjoyable. But... I feel so much better after. I just got plain polish. I was like, no one does plain polish these days, but I'm gonna try mm-hmm. because I don't use alcohol seven days a week. I use it like, two days a week now.
1: Yeah, it's very practical. Like your nails look lovely and neat.
0: Yeah, and she deleted all of my fucked up cuticles, which is all I could have asked from her. Although they're starting to grow back because they're um, fucked up. I'm allergic to sulfates, and I have to wash my hands with soap. Like, what did, do you want me to not wash my hands with soap?
1: No, please. Keep washing your hands. soap. <laughs> thank you, especially before you cook me dinner.
0: Anyway, so I figure, seeing as I can go on my lunch break to get my nails done, I think I'm going to become a nails done person now.
1: So you've just gone a plain, literally. When you said a plain polish, you didn't mean a single colour. You you meant an actual plain nail polish. Like it's a, not a fancy type of nail polish.
0: No, it's literally nail polish. Wow. Anyway, that's my life story about my nails, and that's pretty much the only exciting thing I did this week. But next week, I think I'm going to try. So this is OPI Bubble Bath classic, right? Everyone knows OPI bubble bar. They do. But it's too pink. It is, quite And pink. I always forget. So I'm going to try OPI, put it in neutral next time. I think it's a bit sheerer. I think that's like a Desi and Katie go-to shade. Oh, is it? Yeah. Should have known. But it was only $22. I didn't talk about that. Oh, it's very affordable. $22. That's yeah. what happens when you don't get the fancy things at the nail shop. Yeah, it's so cheap. How's your week? My week
1: was plagued by perioral the oh, same. Yeah. 30. When I came here last week, it was like not great. But then... The days that followed, my face not only did it fall off, it fell off and then on the same day, all of the skin grew back. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, Adrian's like, you're talking like an absolute weirdo. And I was like, the only reason I'm talking like this is because the skin around my mouth is so dry that I physically can't move it properly. I don't have movement. And then we went to his mum's for Mother's Day and I'm standing in the kitchen cooking things up and Adrian was like, have you looked at your face in like the last hour? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? He's like, you're... Chin, and I went and looked at myself in the bathroom. It looked like when your scalp gets sunburnt, yeah,
0: yeah, and you're
1: like, oh, just I'll just loosen it a little bit, and then your uh... whole scalp raises, and it's like,
0: Whoop.
1: and I had my whole chin. I I actually can't express to you the size of the flakes, and I could peel it, and they felt like fingernails. Like the skin was that thick, and I was like, I think I have like a yeast. Like a like a dermal infection of sorts on my face that's causing this. Anyway, then, well, I may as well talk about it now. It's okay, just disregard the whole thing that we've been doing for two disregard years. Disregard the structure of the episode because perioral dermatitis needs to be spoken about. Okay, so I asked everyone for their witch doctor solutions on our stories and I didn't mm-hmm. like any of them. The closest I got was Rapid Protection Nappy Rash Barrier Ointment. Yeah, is it because of the zinc? It is because of the zinc. That's why I bought it. Yeah. So I've been taking internal zinc
0: mm-hmm. and I've
1: also been applying this 40% zinc oxide nappy rash cream to my face every evening. It feels like clay. Oh,
0: yeah. It's not
1: think. enjoyable at all.
0: Stinky. Yeah, it smells oh, like nappy it smells rash like cream. I hate this. Yeah, well.
1: It works. Five days later, significantly improved.
0: Tell me how improved I am. I don't have... More than 100% improved. I know. There's no texture. There's a mild bit of pink. Before it looked like the exact moment when you take a bite into a hot jam donut and you have the ring of sugar around your mouth. And also you've
1: burnt your face on the jam inside.
0: Yeah, and yes, the hot jam is blistering your chin plus the texture of the sugar. It's got this smell. Yeah, it's nappy rash No, but it smells like a... Like a barnyard, a real barnyard. (laughs) I think
1: it has a. It's got a funny herb in it that I think is what the smell is.
0: Yeah, yeah. It smells like when I buy my beautiful, expensive wool blankets, and you can still smell the sheep on them.
1: The product is called Desitin, by the way. I don't think I mentioned that once. And the reason I got it is because Chira was talking. We were talking about my chin, and she was like, "You got to get some Desitin." And I was like, "Chira." Adrian's sister-in-law, my sister-in-law.
0: I didn't think I knew that was her name. Yeah. Huh.
1: Anyway, she was like, you've got to get it. It's the only thing that works with Sienna's ass when she gets an ash rash. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, pseudo Cream, don't rate it. All of this stuff, don't rate it. Get the desitin. It's got 40% zinc oxide. And as soon as she said that, I was like, ding. Yeah. And I went to Kemis Warehouse that day. Okay. And here we are. Anyway, uh, I'll keep you updated. If this, if I continue using this, I think, for the next week and I come good, I'm Hereby labeling this the holy grail of perioral dermatitis treatment. Because I've never seen perioral dermatitis worse than mine was. Great
0: times. Great times. I also wanted to try the La Roche-Posay Sarah zinc I've used it in the past. I just literally haven't been near a price line. But if that works, I feel like we should try that because it's an easy, quick spritz every day to mm. like keep things at bay. Yeah. So I think we should try that too.
1: <laughs> I definitely need something to keep things at bay. I'm just loving staring at you. Maybe I should apply some so you can look at me. Okay. The worst part about it is that I wake up every morning and it's smeared all over my face because you can't sleep with this without it going
0: everywhere. Well, last night I slept with a sulphur mask all over my chin. and When I woke up, there was just crumbles of, like, eggy sulphur everywhere. Oh, nice. I think it helped, so... Yeah, good.
1: Alright, should we get into beauty news? Let's. Oh, wait. Before we get into beauty news... What? To everyone who told us that our mini-episode was too short... That's a mini episode, <laughs> everyone. You still got an extra ten minutes on your regular episode last week.
0: Yeah. Um, but also, we got really positive feedback, <laughs> and I and I think that the people that were saying it was too long, it was only like, oh, I loved it. I just want more of it. But like, you can't have more of it because it's not a full time jobs in Galway. <laughs> but thank you. I think yeah, I think they're staying. I think people like them.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to keep them going for as long as we don't get complaints, yep. which we already have. But like, so as long as we don't get more. Anyway, alright, uh, beauty news. Uh that's the T on
0: that Estee Lauder partners with Uber Eats. Yeah, what the actual heck? I mm. love this. So like the number one comment under under this article was like things no one asked for. Mm. This. Mm. Oh, this desertin truthfully, I feel like I've stuck my <laughs> mouth in a ball of <laughs> shitty hay.
1: Oh, honestly. I'm really sorry. I hadn't noticed that it smelled like that until you pointed it out, but it does kind of smell. It's very... It's worth it. It fixes your face. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Where was I? Oh, Estee Lauder has partnered with Uber Eats. The number one comment under the article was... Yeah,
0: no one needs this.
1: But I think I need this.
0: I'm so happy. The only thing I'm
1: not looking forward to is the markup on the product, because they mark everything up on Uber Eats compared to on regular...
0: Yeah, but now Uber Eats has introduced the actual service fee. Perhaps the product won't be marked up, but there'll be the service fee plus the delivery. Which I do feel better about,
1: especially considering they've separated out and delivery fees seem to be cheaper now as well. Yes, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I totally agree. Also, a lot of the other comments that weren't the people being like, nobody asked for this. It's like, well, not all good ideas come from people asking for things, people. Anyway, the other comment was like, yay, this is a great way to actually support the floor retail stuff it's like a click and collect situation Mm. while having the convenience of like being at home without like online retailing Mm.
1: totally so i was a little bit confused about it i don't know if it's actually in australia yet or if this is just launched overseas so obviously it's a deal with estee lauder and it seems like the three brands that they've put forward for it to begin is joe malone origins and the body shop which already exists on the uber eats app how interesting is that oh yeah Jo Malone, great, but oh. Origins and and uh, the Body Shopper, strange choice. That being said, though, I would definitely order bubble bath on Uber Eats mm. if I really was hankering for a bath and I needed it. But I don't see myself ordering a Joe Malone candle or fragrance for delivery, ah, oh, unless you're like I'm going to an event and I'm extra desperate to buy someone a gift and I don't have time to go anywhere. I
0: have had two emergency candle requirements this week. Have One. You? because I felt like burning a candle. The other, a friend, <laughs> I, went, I went to a friend's house and I was like, I should probably take her a gift. She bought a new house. But I was like, but I haven't thought of bringing her a gift until I sort of was almost on my way to I her new house. That. And you're like, oh, if it was a birthday or something, I'd pre-plan, but it's when yeah. you have that like, oh, do I, don't I, do I, don't I? And yeah. if I could have reached it there, I, I would have. Also, the number of times that I have Amazon Prime delivered cotton buds, cotton um, buds, individual lashes like kit essentials mm. save my life so i absolutely like black gel liner when you open yours up and it's dry and you're like what the fuck do i do need it now mm-hmm. yeah okay
1: all right i see i see the need you're kind of right in that it's sort of similar to amazon but just a little bit faster and and it's supporting the floor retail yeah. stuff. it does look like it is going to only be in the u.s or the uk at the moment apparently they're already providing same day delivery for h&m the body shop and walmart so yeah Moving right along, the Veve Skin Dew has launched and we have a corrections corner to make because we assumed that it was going to be a powder don't, highlight. Don't drag
0: me into this. Oh. You assumed. Sorry. I thought it was a cream. Then you told me things and made me think it was powder. You corrupted my thoughts.
1: I've made an ass of myself for assuming. And it looks like toothpaste. It's got. Yes. A, it's in a plastic tube with a little screw top lid, like what would be on a hand cream in yeah. a plastic tube. Yes. And the packaging is, yeah, I don't know. I just thought, like, it would have been nicer maybe if it was in a black tube, and then it would have looked a little bit more like the rest of her brand. Maybe with some gold on it. But, yeah. yeah, it just seems a little off-brand. It's a very golden glow multitasker, she's called it. And it looks like it can be used for all skin tones because it's apparently got a very sheer, uh, glossy, tacky finish to it. Mm-hmm. So it won't set right down, and it doesn't have shimmer in it.
0: The resounding reviews seem to be like it is a glossier future dew slash Hollywood flawless filter for a useful summer Charlotte Tilbury glow summer yep. glow slash glow by auric aura dew. Oh, I would
1: I would say all three of those products are very different. So is it a hybrid or is it? It's just a that, vibe. It's okay. that vibe. It's that vibe. It's
0: it's glowy without being shimmery and I feel like it might have like a bit of a tacky serum texture that the Glossier Dew has. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's that.
1: That's that on that. Very good for Jamie. And I also liked that she spoke about in her vlog this week how she launches 24 hours early for her Viv community, which I didn't realise, mm. which is great. I really yeah. like that you don't have to be part of the pack of everyone else that has to wait to buy in when, yes. you know, things get hyped up at launch. Yeah. It's a good vibe. People should do that more often. Next up, Zara Beauty has launched. Nothing really to report. Other than that, I am excited that I would say 70 or 80% of the products are all refillable. So all of the lipsticks, you can buy the refillable like tubes that you pop in them, the eyeshadows all come with refillable eyeshadows, and they've also got three-pan palettes where you can buy the three pans as a set. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like the old-school NARS, like Orgasm, Albatross, Laguna like, stripe vibe. Oh. Yeah, and that's ex- kind of exactly what they look like they're oh, trying yes. to replicate. Yes. And so you can buy the refills for the palettes as all three as a chunk, or you can buy them individually as the single, so you could do, mm-hmm. like, three of the same one if you
0: wanted to. God, do you know what that looks like? What Remember it like? Sleek Beauty? Yeah, vaguely. It was like Tanya Burr and Pixie Woo and stuff used to talk about it. It was a good drugstore brand yeah, yeah, way yeah. back in the heyday, and their component and product was that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm not too stoked about the eyeshadows. They all look very, like, colourful. I mean, colours very in at the moment, but, yeah. like, two colours that don't necessarily go together, that are a bit bright and not really very my vibe. But, like I said, you can buy them in singles as well. So I'm not sure if you can buy the packaging on its own and then fill it with nicer colours that you would actually like to wear. That would every be day.
0: cool. That's a bit like when Nars launched the singles and duos that you could then pop out of the pan. but But I don't think that you can buy the individual pans, pans without Yeah, you
1: have to buy one first yeah also the brushes look ugly and bad and i don't oh, like yeah. look at them no they
0: suck i hate them already it's just you can tell from the pictures online legit it looks scratchy i've got hay fever looking at it <laughs> next up uh shan xo launched the one and only collection which is an eyeshadow palette highlighters Hmm, glosses, etc., which she has been creating since she got engaged and was supposed to launch, I believe, just before her wedding, oh, but with really? COVID, things got held up. It's like a bridal-inspired range, and it actually looks beautiful because... Do
1: you think she wore it on her wedding day? Yeah, did she, she did. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yep. yep.
0: you saw her applying things off camera and whatnot, and she said that she wore the highlighter and this and that on her wedding day. Um, it looks like a really beautiful collection, and probably because I just love pinks and browns and champagnes, and it's very me, but like, love
1: beautiful bridal tones yeah which nothing should ever be deemed a bridal tone but bridal tone yeah beautiful yeah next up is victoria beckham beauty oh. has launched bronzes they
0: look so good oh my god just mentioning victoria beckham reminds me that i need to pull out my eyeshadow palette
1: yes matte bronzing bricks mm-hmm well, you should pull out that eyeshadow palette. I almost bought these, but I worked out that it would be like $90 to get one shipped to Australia for one bronzing brick. And I was like...
0: Are they on Netoporter yet? Oh, I didn't check. Ah, because they weren't when I ordered the eyeshadow palette, which is why I'm pretty sure I paid like $90 for an eyeshadow palette that I used approximately seven times. Mm -hmm. But... If they launch onto Nette perhaps when we do another order, like a Sarah Chapman or something, we'll have to add one. I think, I think we might have to add one to Cart. Yeah.
1: Four shades that come in a dual pan. Yes. So one slightly lighter shade, one slightly
0: deeper shade, or one slightly deeper shade, one don't know, depending on what you think. That's kind of good to do only, I mean, they've launched four tones, but it does give you more inclusivity, doesn't it, when you've got two shades? It does.
1: Their light is fairly light. Yeah, um, so you good could light almost, shade. Almost use the lightest as, like, fire out. If you were porcelain... Very fair bronzer. Like, very suitable for someone who is paper white. Yeah, really good. But the deepest probably doesn't go as deep as I would quite like it to.
0: Yeah. The colours make sense in that there's not a huge jump in between them. Yeah. But in saying that, I think there could be at least one, maybe two, deeper toned to go super dark.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Anyway, I definitely want to pick them up. They look friggin' Beautiful and I love the packaging and
0: yeah, it's really. Oh, it's so freaking chic. It's got it's me so beautiful.
1: Fifty US dollars, so not that expensive. It would be like only what 65 70 if you converted that at the moment.
0: Also, it just struck my mind. Yeah. That having two tones in your bronzer like that for people like us that pretty much exclusively wear bronzer or blush for oh, eyeshadow. I know. Literally, you've got your outer corner and crease and then your lid. That's. Freaking perfect. I know. Duh.
1: Now we have even less reason to buy any eyeshadow palettes ever again. Yeah.
0: Well, I strictly buy bronzers for the purpose of eyeshadows.
1: Yeah. I wanted to talk about the Glosskers because they came out. It's like the Beauty Directory, Pop Sugar, or whatever it is, Glosskers Awards for Australia. Beauty Heaven, that's what it is. I hate absolutely everything, so I really don't want to touch on it at all. The only high end product that's in here is Bobbi Brown. And how weird is that? Clinique. Bobby Brown, Clarins, YSL, uh, Tattooage Couture Velvet Cream Matte. They're awesome. What do they win? Best new lip product. No, sorry, runner up of best new lip oh, product. What, what one? Clinique Moisture Surge Pop Triple Lip Balm. One best product. Ah,
0: those yeah. YSL Tattooage Coutures are some of the only good liquid lipsticks on the market. Well, there you go. Uh,
1: best new cleanser, Olay.
0: Oh, this is just like I know. I don't mean to be. All of the offensive terms I'm about to. But some 50-year-old woman has just written this that absolutely doesn't know anything about anything, or worse, some 50-year-old man that doesn't know anything about anything has written this. I am offended. Not one of these products is cool or trendy or what anyone that knows anything is
1: using. The only cool, slightly trendy product in here is the Paula's Choice 25% AHA 2% BHA Exfoliant Peel, which won Best New Exfoliant. Mm -hmm. Uh, But everything else, like a Longcom essence won best new makeup remover
0: no yes no yes Do you know what they've gone oh this year people were talking about essences like that's not even a makeup product i know a, a makeup removing product i think
1: they've been paid to feature the brands that they've featured and have tried to find trendy yeah. products within those ranges like for instance the elizabeth arden hyaluronic acid and ceramide capsule serum uh, won best new serum
0: Is that actually good? No. Well, the Elizabeth Arden Ceramide capsules are like a a classic product and they actually... They do quite well. So they also it's just oil. Anyway. all of these products that I'm hearing, it's like, yeah, like I'd recommend that to my mum.
1: And like, not that there's... I, I wouldn't. It would be like if you've got one store left in the world and it's Priceline and you can only buy all of your things from there, these are, I guess, maybe the things that you would pick up if you were on a desert island and they only had a Priceline. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't mean to be ageist, but that's just like so boring and like not representative of, well, maybe we've got an aging population. Maybe it is representative of what people are using, but I don't know, that just seems boring as...
1: I think they need to listen to our podcast if that's what they're using.
0: Legit. And I want to save all the people so. that are reading that and going, oh! I should try this. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. Stop. Please don't. Uh, you have snack news. Three important launches this <laughs> week. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers
1: for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.
0: I have seen, I think it was exclusive to IGA, that Caramilk Top Deck is being teased. How is that exclusive to IGA? Why? I said to Brenton, that seems doctored. Nothing has ever been exclusive to IGA. I'm very worried that someone has photoshopped this and that I'm getting my hopes up for something that doesn't exist. It
1: may launch exclusively at IGA, but then roll out everywhere else, which wouldn't be the end of the world.
0: No, that's totally fine. I'll accept that if that is a thing, because Top Deck is largely the only way I'll accept white chocolate, Mm. but then Caramel is also the only way I'll accept white chocolate. So joining them together... Is good if you could just stop spraying the dregs of my You perfume, already that'd put be it great. in the bin, so granted. So it's not <laughs> the first thing that you have pulled from the bin today it's not. of mine. Um, <laughs> potato smiles are back, and they're mini McCain's potato smiles. Everyone's favorite smiley potato is back.
1: I got so excited thinking that they were gluten free, and that's what you were announcing to me.
0: No, but they're not. I'm sure they're like not the highest gluten item <laughs> on the
1: shelf. Probably not the highest. No.
0: No. Quick um, pips. Anyway,
1: <laughs> highest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
1: i'll hazard a guess
0: um they're back and they now come in mini smiles which is great because the big smiles it's almost like they're sort of potato cake size and like you kind of have to cut them with like a knife and fork whereas the small smile smiles seem like you could just perfect for dipping yeah perfect for dipping in the sauce and then straight in with your fingers yeah and then the last bit of snack news i wanted to discuss is that tv snacks have collabed with crispy cream and they are being bringing out doskits which is a a donut biscuit
1: are they just donut flavored biscuits or are they actually donut textured biscuits because i'm
0: interested to get around that i think that they're donut uh, sorry let me just clarify you had issues with the gluten dusting on the potato smells but you're happy to eat a tv snack in the flavor of a donut
1: i'm not gonna eat it but i'll smell it and i'll look at it and you'll eat it and i'll go that sounds great
0: okay uh, i think it's just in the flavor i love a tv snack what's your favorite version of the tv snacks because I, I don't love a TV snack. I'm not gonna lie. A TV snack original on a cheese platter is good. Well, I like the, on a cheese platter. Yeah, just for when you need to go sweet and then go back to savory. I like the fingers. Yeah, the fi- yeah, that's but, the standard, isn't it? They're called malt sticks, though, aren't they? I mm. would say that the standard, I believe, is like the blue box, and you have like the weird nondescript oh, yeah. shapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you are right. Mm. They're we, teddy bear biscuits, but not in teddy bears.
1: We were at the beach house the other day, and there was a box of TV snacks, and I was like. Who?
0: What these and why? They've not been relevant for years. I had TV snacks in my parents' fridge. Also weird. Who keeps TV snacks in the fridge? They're a biscuit. Put them in the pantry. The chocolate, chocolate would definitely yeah, go over.
1: like You know when it gets that coating of like uh, oils that come bit to the bloomy. Yeah.
0: What, what did you it's call it? It's bloomed. What does that mean? When the cocoa solid separates. Uh-huh. But that's normally when they go hot and then cold. Yeah. But know something
1: about putting chocolate biscuits in the fridge does that to them, I'm sure. Anyway.
0: Alright, we have empties to get through. Everybody. Tell me yours. I have finished the Liberty Bell Heartfelt Cleanser. Wow. Is okay. it called Heartfelt? Yeah, I think you're right. Cool. I threw it out and I can't rummage through the bin. It's really nice. I will. It's really nice. It made me realize that my Wren Ever Calm Cleanser is definitely more of a wintertime cleanser for me because it leaves such a creamy residue that mm. I just don't always want. And it was really nice in the middle in that it was nowhere near a gel. It was very milky, but it rinsed clean with zero residue. Okay, and I like that. And the smell was rosy, yeah. which the first time I was like, oh, but I just totally got used to it. Mm. I have finished a QV standard body wash and a QV with Ceramide's body lotion. Same! Snap! Snap. <laughs> and I have finished a Glossier U Excellent. fragrance.
1: Excellent. I've been hanging on to mine for dear life. I'm literally only spraying it
0: for special occasions.
1: Oh, bless. Because I've only got, a, I reckon, a quarter of a bottle left, but I know that you've got stockpiles, so you're, that's why you're able to go through them.
0: Yes. Also... I had the realization when I opened this bottle that this bottle will probably be my wedding bottle. Great, isn't that a weird thought? No, no, not a weird thought. Unless I fit. Unless I really plough through it. No, I won't. I'm using like nine to ten sprays. That's quite a, quite a decent amount of spritzing. <laughs> I'll never forget the time you rolled into Norton's with your window down, and I could smell you from before you got out of the <laughs> car. And I
1: was like, I've got a bit of perfume on my day. and you're
0: like, "Can't even smell it." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm convinced and I still think that is kind of the case that perfume doesn't last well on me it and does. I can't smell <laughs> <It, it lasts. laughs> so Abby often says that she can smell me when I walk in her parents house downstairs and she's upstairs <laughs> so maybe I've become that old lady that can't smell her perfume anymore but no one else says it like my mom's never like oh I can smell you I don't know how
1: you're moving so quickly in a car that I smelted that day (laughs) like you drove past you drove past me and I wasn't even standing on the side of the road and you drove past me I was like up the hill of the park
0: (laughs) I think it flooded out my sunroof
1: (laughs) anyway you have two more empties
0: oh can you wait one more
1: it's just the grown alchemist body treatment oil oh yeah you, I was wondering about that the other day because I'm yeah. still using their shampoo and conditioner mm. and I thought to myself, does like nice to still use that oil because you really liked it at the time.
0: Yes, and I keep it on my bedside table and I have a backup because my mother-in-law actually bought it for me for my birthday or Christmas or something, so I've finished that and I will I will replace it. I will replace a Liberty Bell Cleanser at some point in my life, I think, although more on that later. QV Body Wash I have already replaced. QV with Ceramides. I haven't replaced, but I will replace. Glossier U, obviously, I am on backups and still have multiple, so all of those. Those are boring products that, yes, I will replace.
1: I'm very desperately sad about all of my empties this week because they're mostly all skincare empties, and that means that I have to spend a lot of money to replace my skincare. Uh, The very first one is Eye Envy. I've already bought a new one. Yes, good. It's actually not empty-empty, but I think that it stops being... Efficacious. Efficacious. Efficacious? Uh, When it gets towards the end of the tube, because I can still get enough wetness on the brush to get it on my eyelashes, but my eyelashes are definitely falling out and not, like, get it they don't have the strength in them that they used to have yeah so i'm just going to give it a break until i pick up my new one this weekend which means i'll probably have like naked more right eyes for the next week which is fine
0: where did you buy it from
1: Brow right house Yep. obviously and you're picking times. it up in richmond eliza picked it up for me because she lives around the corner oh, right how convenient next up bondi sands fake tan remover oh yeah i prefer the b-tan but mm-hmm. i have the bondi sands and it's fine and i've gone through it dr Dennis gross
0: cleanser the alpha beta cleanser you shouldn't have finished that because you should not have been using that on your face i wasn't
1: using it on my face i bought an Avène milk cream yes. extra hydra sensitive skin face cleanser this yes. week that was the name of it i also have gone through an igk first class charcoal detox dry shampoo mm-hmm. very empty not a oh god they just
0: get you to the aerosols one day it's full and the next day it's empty and you just they didn't give you any warning yep juno oil also out a sad time to be alive. Yeah, although now we realise it's not as expensive as it once was. Like maybe we should be celebrating. Stock up, everyone. <laughs> Rumour WonderCloud. I'm sorry for the hiccup. I cannot believe you finished that. I've gone through.
1: I went through it so fast. There's actually not a lot of product in here at all, and I'm using it every day because it's my favourite eyeshadow primer at the moment. Because everything else is horse shit. Yeah. Um.
0: I can't believe you finished that. I just what can't do you believe mean? it. Also. I- yeah, I can literally see that it has been scraped out. Well, it yeah. just doesn't feel very long since we got sent this. It's not
1: very long. I think it probably lasted three weeks of everyday wear, which isn't long. Three weeks? Well, it's only $10. So I was like, sure. the NAS one cost me $60 and it eats my eyeballs and I don't like it.
0: And there's extra resentment there due to what it used to being good and this we don't have the resentment. Alex... <laughs> Every we, day we got some DMs being like, "Oh I'm experiencing bowling and I'm like, well, I've never experienced this and now it's like yeah, I kind of get what you mean no wonder you're experiencing bowling because you're putting a third of the wand on your eye two
1: applications two two runovers one doo-doo-doo, another doo-doo-doo. good to go
0: anyway I mean it's so don't cheap judge but, me. Whatever. but I am judging you no. it just seems like you're eating it I, if I was <laughs> don't judge me final empties for me no
1: I know. Godsend, Liberty Bell. Uh, Truly a godsend. Yeah. Wish it hadn't run out. Was doing really nicely on my perioral dermatitis. Was very mm-hmm. happy with it. Didn't burn at all. What a delight. A really nice, lightweight hydrating oil that I'm very sad to have run out of. I've also run out of Glam Squad. Oh. I don't know. Hurts. So I've run out of my hydrating syrup and my hydrating oil from Liberty Bell all in one week, and that's like, oh, catch a later $300. Didn't yeah. major.
0: Question. Uh, will you probably buy Juno before you rebuy Godsend? Because Godsend, to me, felt like a slightly more summer oil.
1: I have already repurchased Juno, so the answer is yes. Yeah, and okay. the reason I repurchased it is exactly that. It is a slightly thicker oil. Much thicker. It's, yeah. it's I, so I
0: thick. prefer it. It really locks in my hydration, and I need yeah. that at the moment. But Godsend is such a nice daytime oil or a summer oil. I... So if you want to hear about like $1,000 at least when I've just thrown in the bin
1: because we've used it all, like this was just the segment for you. It is. Dang,
0: these products are so good. What's the deal? What is your beauty fave this week? My beauty fave is the Delicate Cleanser. Why is that? From Kate Somerville.
1: Have you had that for a long time?
0: I only bought it two weeks ago. Is it the same creamy,
1: delicate cleanser that's like an oil that they used to have when I worked at Mecca? No, that was the goat milk cleanser. And it used to leak all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No,
0: it's. I bought it as a replacement for my Liberty Bell cleanser Mm. because I felt like it was that gel milk. It leaves zero residue. It's the most nothing cleanser. If you're after something exciting, do not buy this. If you're after the most boring cleanser in the world, for your dry, normal skin that That's you want exactly to use in what the a.m. or the p.m. or you've got perioral dermatitis. This is lovely. It smells like dusty op shop very mildly. You know that smell of yeah. dust? Yeah, I hate it. It has that smell. I, I want to sneeze thinking about it. Yeah, but it's it's light and other than that it has no other smell. I'll give a shout out to the whole range. I've actually been using the uh, sample of the serum and the like ointmenty cream too and they're all Lovely, and it's a hard time for me to judge products right now, given my skin falling off chin. Yep. So they're just so
1: My beauty favourite this week was uh, Desitin, which is a, also a nappy rash product, but I also decided that you were probably going to yell at me for that. Mm. So it's actually the Benefit Brown Eyeliner. Roller <gasps> eyeliner? Is that what it's called? It's so called? good. Yeah, Did you really buy that on like, my
0: recommendation? I bought it ages ago on
1: your recommendation, but I haven't worn eyeliner for a really long time yeah. because I didn't need to because my eyelashes were fabulous from I uh-huh. and I started looking like a naked mole rat this week. So mm. I just applied a tiny little bit of brown liner. Have to say, much prefer it when you store it upside down. Oh yeah, It just gets a little bit more wet because... I was finding that it was almost erasing itself a little bit when you Paper. store it right way up, even yeah. though I've used it 10 times and it's very full. So if you've got it and you're not sure if you love it, store it upside down. But a very nice liquid liner.
0: And a very nice tone of brown. That is, <laughs> I've got desitine right in, hair in my hair. Um, it's a different shade of brown than other brown miners. It's like which an espresso I brown. I appreciate it. Oh, with a warmth, though. There's desitine <laughs> everywhere!
1: We should get paid for this. We've mentioned their brand name so many times in this episode. I was about
0: to reveal something really deep about myself, and I might. But I actually used to suffer from having rash as an adult.
1: So you know exactly what it is. (laughs) Thanks for pretending like you didn't know 40 minutes ago.
0: (laughs) Okay, TMI. But I... (laughs) I can't express how allergic I am to, like, the basic things in life, and I know I don't seem like a super allergic person, but I can't use normal pads, yeah. tampons, or liners. I have to use, like, the organic ones that don't have any dyes on them, Same. or else I get, like, scabs on my pageant <laughs> <badge> butt. <laughs> and so... <Did> this work? <laughs> We should be sponsored by Desitin and also by like Tom's Organics. To but be sponsored by
1: Tom's Organics. Their products are so expensive, s- and it's all very so well.
0: Otherwise, I would need to spend all of the money saved on Desitin. <laughs> so I don't know why I shared that. But if you have also get nappy right from months or liners, shout out. Let me
1: know. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room, so you don't mess up your hairdo. What's your non beauty fave this week?
0: My non beauty fave, ah, oh, is. Well, she planned I, this in advance, even
1: though she couldn't remember.
0: Yeah. It's my Zillis Shmira, which sort of ties into my snack of the week. So I'm going to do my other non-beauty fave now and then shout out the other non-beauty fave in my snack, right? Yep. So it's a song. It's called We Are Between and it's by Modest Mouse. It's a new single from Modest oh, Mouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. If you are like me and you used to have really good solid music taste and, and then, you then it gave up froze in time me yeah at about 2010 and now you only listen to the songs of your youth this is perfect because it sounds exactly like something that you would have heard on the oc soundtrack yep but it's new i like it and also speaking of oc throwbacks i'm watching a tv show on netflix at the moment it's called the startup and it has seth cohen yep in it yeah 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 and it also has Dr. Watson from like the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock yes, yep, yep. and it might be a beauty fave at some point, but anyway, I'm having a lot of, a lot of Seth. Yes. What do I say? Beauty fave. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Seth Cohen's a beauty. Um, I'm having a lot of, Adam Brody, that's his name. I'm having a lot of Seth Cohen OC throwback moments this week and I'm feeling good and I kind of want to watch the OC. Maybe
1: you should. I've never seen it still. What? <laughs> I know. We can't talk about the fact that I've never seen it, no, but, but I've never seen it.
0: But didn't I, in a couple of episodes ago, mention when Marissa overdosed in Tijuana?
1: Yeah, so I I know every reference <laughs> okay, of life in the okay. OC. I could probably picture the show in my head from start to finish. I know who... Where I was just saying I know who Gossip Girl is. <laughs> Different show, also haven't seen what that. What
0: the hell? Yeah. Do you know the song references? I love imagine, Heap, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Imogen Heap and have not watched the OC. Anyway, Sorry. I, I can't. But how did you find out that Imogen Heap exists if you didn't watch the scene where Thingo shoots Thingo?
1: I don't know what to say to you. Very good music taste, very poor no, TV taste.
0: You just listen to your friends that watch the OC. I'm absolutely floored about this. Absolutely rewatch. You'll have a great time. Not
1: rewatch, watch.
0: Sorry, yes. <laughs> because we just went through this. <laughs> Okay. What's your non beauty fade? My non beauty fade this
1: week is going to be take take a bit of a funny turn. I didn't realise the episode was going to be so upbeat and silly. Anyway.
0: Oh no, it's some sort
1: of sad charity. It's not, it's not sad. Okay. My non-beauty fave this week is Esther Perel. I don't know if you've heard of her, yes. but you always bring me chefs, and so I thought I'd bring you a person that I like to listen to. Yeah. Anyway, she's a relationship psychologist, yes. and she has a very good podcast called Where Should We Begin? Yes. Where she interviews couples who are in couples therapy, mm. and they go through basically their issues, and she is a very, 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 very wonderful communicator and listener and she's so good at diagnosing couples problems and just holding up a mirror to them and being like here's your problem can't you see it you're an idiot and some obviously of her couples decide that they don't want to be together anymore and others decide that they do want to be together and Mm. they work through it and she goes through like a couple of different um psychology sessions with them and she talks so you hear the snippets from the actual um into or like uh, sessions yeah and then, or, and she's like denamed the people so mm-hmm. that you can't, you don't know who they are. And then she talks in between, like she kind of breaks away and says like, this is the issue with this couple and they haven't realized it yet, but what I'm trying to show them is X, Y, and Z. And it's fantastic. Anyway, I bought her book, which is actually where my, what my favorite is this week. Yep. It's called Mating in Captivity. Mm-hmm. And the blurb on it says that it, it invites us to explore the paradoxical union, paradoxical union of domestic and sexual desire and it explains what brings us to lust so basically a very interesting book that Mm. talks through why it is that couples who are in a relationship grow to not love each other anymore or not be sexually attracted to each other anymore this makes me so sad I'm sorry. It's a really, really, really interesting yeah. book, though. And I think no matter who you are, if you even if you haven't been in a relationship before, I think that it, it goes so far back as to teach you about why you might behave the way that you do in relationships or when you're trying to mm-hmm. get into a relationship with mm-hmm. someone based on your upbringing. Very, okay. I find relationship psychology so interesting.
0: So do I. That absolutely sounds so interesting. And I've heard that both the book and the podcast recommended from so many other YouTubers or podcasts or whatever that I listen to. And I've always been like, oh, yeah, I need to get around to that. And I never have. I also think I'm genuinely scared to listen to it because I think that it's going to expose, like, my deepest, darkest secrets and make me realize that, like, I don't love Brenton or, like, he doesn't love me or that we're fundamentally flawed and that we shouldn't get married. And, like, I'm already so scared about it.
1: It does make you feel that way. But it also – you know what's interesting? When you're reading through the couples and you're like, oh, I'm this person. And then you're like, oh – I'm this person and then you're like I'm every fucked up person in this book in some way, shape or form so it does make you feel that way but the great thing is that she teaches you what you can do if you're in those scenarios Mm. and some of the suggestions are very unconventional like there um, was an older couple who they weren't intimate anymore Mm -hmm. said that they loved each other terribly said that they were good communicators all this sort of stuff And that she came to, like, diagnose them as basically saying you are nurturing each other too much and what you actually need to do is give each other space. So, like, sleep in separate rooms, do your own thing, stop exposing your whole entire life to each other and, like, keep a little bit more mystery in your relationship and actually turn things around for them. I just,
0: anyway. I thought she was going to be like, you go bang someone, you go bang someone and join in. Could you scratch any louder, Papa. Yes. I,
1: I just, I do thoroughly recommend it. And I think that regardless of, yeah, like I said, who you are, what your sex life is, you should listen. You should read it. Or listen to it. And it's a very short book, which is another good thing. Just tuck it to my veins! What's your snack of the week? Baked oats. How do you do it? It's a TikTok thing. Oh. Everyone's been doing baked oats. I'm doing baked protein oats. It's half a cup of oats, one scoop of protein, half a banana. What else do we put in it? You can put vanilla essence in it if you want a little bit of almond milk and baking powder. And you blitz it up in a blender so the oats don't have the oat texture anymore. So they're like flour? It's like almost flour, but it's got wet ingredients in it. So it's like a smoothie, really. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then you just pour it into a ramekin. You put it in the oven for 25 minutes. I've been using my friend's recipe. Her Instagram account is hey Hazel, spelled H A H E Y dot H-A-Z-A-L. She's got a recipe for peanut butter, chocolate, chip baked oats on her Instagram account. And yeah, absolutely delicious. And it tastes like you're eating a cake for breakfast. That's and the best. I no, love it. It's actually it.
0: healthy. It's actually health. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Nice. So here's where my zealous schmearer comes in. My snack of the week is the Strata English muffins smeared with Jam, I like Bon... Bon Mama. Bon Mama. Or whatever it is. Yep, raspberry jam and ricotta. It gives you the vibe that you're eating like a pikelet or a scone in the morning, but it's just so delicious. Also, I read somewhere that the family who, like, owns Bon Mama were hiding and saving Jews during the Holocaust. Oh, really? And so I like that brand. Did you know that I'm like 08 percent Jewish? No. Fun fact for you. I only found that out after um. On your ancestry, dad side. Yeah. Well, I want mum. I want need mum to do it now and see if there's like another point eight floating around. Yeah. But yeah. So interesting and a delicious snack.
1: That sounds yummy. I need to get around the ricotta more.
0: Oh, absolutely. Always ricotta in the fridge. I think I've said this many times, but it has a long expiry and like sometimes you need a dairy item in your fridge and, like, the cream's gone off and the sour cream's gone off and you just sub ricotta in willy-nilly.
1: Oh, yeah, would never have thought of that. Yeah, I like it. You're welcome. All right, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to us. I happened to set up a thing. It's in our podcast show notes and it's a little sponsorship ditty.
0: Oh, yeah, this makes me feel slightly uncomfortable. It makes but me feel I'm very uncomfortable.
1: But if you want to give us the money for a coffee, we'll use it to buy beauty products that we can talk about oh, on the podcast. don't give us
0: money. I know it's what it's there for. Other yeah. people
1: do it. okay. And therefore, we have to do it. And I don't care if no one gives us money. To oh, yeah, be quite that's honest. fine. Yeah. It's just there. So, mm-hmm. like, if you're feeling charitable, which yeah. you don't have to. If I'm you, not guilting you into If charity. you
0: donate to it, just know that I'll probably spend that money donating it to a sad puppy that's on just, the internet. Just passing it so forward. So, it's really just, like, you You're just donating you to also smoking dogs. If you, but any dog, there was the place I adopted Watson from, they had an incontinent golden retriever and I just had to just slip some money their way. So sweet. So sweet. Anyway,
1: that's the end of this episode, everyone. (laughs) Thank you for listening. We hope you have a fabulous week and you can hear us again on Wednesday when we talk about our product trial this week, which is the Danessa Maric's Color Fix Lisa's favorite eyeshadow primer in the whole entire world. And we need to talk about it.
0: Putting words into my mouth. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)